This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Pike Logan, one of the most charismatic heroes in thriller fiction, is back, and he's out for blood. When he's fired up, nothing and no one can contain him. When a brother-in-arms is killed in a vicious attack in Charleston, South Carolina, Pike and his partner Jennifer Cahill are ordered to stand down. But if we know anything about Pike by now, standing still or waiting for anything just isn't what he does. Because the task force team is the closest thing he has to family. And if they are at risk, he will move heaven and earth to track those responsible and do it yesterday. The book is called Hunter Killer, and the author is Brad Taylor. And Brad Taylor joins me now here on Speaking of Writers. Brad, welcome back to this program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So where did the idea for this story come from? Uh, it actually kind of bled out of uh, the last book, Daughter of War. I, I was doing some research into a group called Wagner, which is a private military company uh, out of Russia, and they were kind of tangentially associated with Daughter of War. And I still had news feeds. I still do a lot of research on that kind of stuff. And it just got worse and worse. They were in Central American uh, uh in the Congo, they were in Libya, they were in Syria, and then they were in Venezuela. And I was doing some research into Brazil about uh, the Lulu oil fields and how their presidential election was, you know, a basic mess. And I thought those two conflicting events would be something that would be interesting to explore because Russia wants, uh, I mean, we're, they consider us into Russia's near abroad, the Baltic states, and they call it their near abroad. And so they've been trying to project power into what they consider our near abroad, and I thought that'd be a good story. And for those who don't know Brad Taylor, retired lieutenant colonel, 21-year veteran of the U.S. Army Infantry and Special Forces, including eight years with the uh, first Special Forces Operational Detachment Delta, popularly, popularly known as Delta Force, retired in 2010 after serving more than two decades and participating in Operation Enduring Freedom and Operation Iraqi Freedom, as well as classified operations around the globe. His final military post was an assistant professor of military science at the Citadel. He's written 13 New York Times bestsellers, and when not writing, he serves as a security consultant on asymmetric threats for various agencies. Makes his home in Charleston, South Carolina, too. Brad, tell us about Pike Logan, how you came up with the idea to write the first book featuring him. Uh, originally, believe it or not, I, I, what I wanted to write was a story of redemption. I, I, didn't, I didn't set out to write you know, the next uh, Jason Bourne series. I just wanted to write a story of redemption. But uh, everybody tells you write what you know. I happen to be a Special Forces officer, so it turned to a military thriller, but Pike is basically an amalgamation of people I served with. Uh, certainly not me, but it was supposed to, it is a story of redemption, cloaked in a military thriller, I guess you could say. How do you keep coming up with fresh ideas? Well, the world keeps turning. It's very easy to come up with ideas. I mean, every day I see something that, that when I read it, I think if I wrote that in a book, they'd say it was fake, as fiction, but it's a true story. I mean, every day there's something going on in the world that's like, holy moly, that would be a good story. I see three or four plot lines a week, mm. and then I have to pick one. Chatting with New York Times bestselling author Brad Taylor here on Speaking of Writers. Uh, his new book is called Hunter Killer, a Pike Logan novel. What was your primary challenge in writing this novel, Brad? Oh, that's a tough one. I guess the primary challenge was the timeline I was on for this specific book. There's other challenges in other books, but I, I had to get down to Brazil to do the research and run all over that place. And uh, the country is a heck of a lot bigger than I thought it would be because I'm geographically challenged. It's a huge country. <laughs> so when I got back, we started doing the writing on it. And uh, I, as I started banging away, uh, I was kind of running out of time, basically. You have a Master of Science in Defense Analysis from the uh, Naval Postgraduate School. Concentration in irregular warfare. 
Uh, can you help us civilians understand what irregular warfare is and how that relates to defense analysis? Yeah, that's that's kind of a simple question because uh, the uh, it sounds all mysterious, but really irregular warfare just encompasses everything that's not symmetrical warfare. Symmetrical warfare would be like the movie Top Gun. You see airplanes over here, and I fly airplanes up here. We're shooting at each other. When you see uh, Tom Clancy novel with tanks on the battlefield, tanks on the battlefield, we're going at it. Uh, Normandy is symmetrical warfare. Asymmetric warfare would be as if, if somebody blew the pilots up on the ground so they couldn't get in the airplane, or they blew up the uh, supply tankers so they couldn't refuel the tanks. So it encompasses insurgency, encompasses terrorism, encompasses everything that's not force on force. So if I come out with a tank and you come out with an IED, that's asymmetric warfare. I'm sure you get asked how your military experience uh, helps out your writing. Um, how does it, and you also travel quite a bit too, how do your travels influence what you write? Yeah, well, the military, I, there's nothing in the books that are, uh, is actually I've ever done. Uh, it's, it's pure fiction because everything I did was classified, but you can't help but not have your experiences relate to the page. If I was going to write a story about riding a bicycle, I would think about when's the last time I rode a bike, and that's how the story would be. So when I'm writing a gunfight or, or even strategic operational planning, I can't help but think about what I did when I was in the military. That infuses the writing. But the traveling is it's almost... Indulgable. I've learned, I mean, other people have the ability to write things that they can in, they capture uh, a culture or a uh, town or a setting, whatever, without ever being set foot in it. But uh, I can't do that. I found that if I don't get on the ground and I don't run around, I don't really get it into me to, to uh, translate onto the page so that the reader can be there. I want the reader to be on the ground in that country, wherever that country happens to be. What are some things that you and your character, Pike Logan, have in common? Uh, not much. <laughs> I guess just... <laughs> Chatting with New York Times bestselling author Brad Taylor here on Speaking of Writers. His new book is Hunter Killer, a Pike Logan novel. Uh, Brad, do you have a mental checklist as a writer as far as what you want your novels to contain? No, I don't. I have a, a mental checklist of... Um, I guess the only mental checklist is you, the, the characters come first. You have to care about the characters. And so I always, uh, you know, even though I'm writing about whatever the plot may be, you know, bombs here, death there... The characters are what matter. If you don't, if you don't create indelible characters, and that's both from the bad guy side and the good guy side. If you don't create an indelible character, the reader doesn't care. I mean, if a bomb goes off in a parking lot that has nothing in it, who cares? The reason you care is because the bomb's in a car with some characters in it that you care about. Yeah. So that's the the hard part. We talked about Pike. How did you create Jennifer? Uh, kind of the same way. Like I said, I was originally writing story of redemption. And she was, Pike had his moral compass broken, and he was basically, when Run, One Rough Man came out a long time ago in 2011, he was uh, mentally and physically broken, and she's kind of a black and white of uh, moral compass of some things are good and some things are bad, it's black and white. And um, there's a, like, Immanuel Kant has his philosopher who has a theory of uh, categorical imperatives, which are things are either good or bad morally based on the action itself. That's it, period, good or bad. Either you do it or you don't. Uh, John Stuart Mill had the uh, utilitarianism, which is now we call the greater good, which is the moral outcome is based on the outcome, not whether the first act was bad. And you see that in national security affairs all the time with uh, uh, the torture debate, for instance. You know, we'll never, ever, 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 ever torture. Well, that's a categorical comparative. That's Immanuel Kant. Well, what if the guy knows what a nuclear bomb is in New York City? Then we'll torture him. Well, you just stepped into the greater good in John Stuart Mill. And we see that in national security affairs all the time with all kinds of things. And 
Jennifer was more of the categorical comparative, this is bad and that's good, and Pike is definitely more along the lines of it's only bad if it doesn't end up good. Brad, are you a disciplined writer who writes every day at a certain time? No, I'm not. <laughs> I tried to be. <laughs> I mean, I, that, I, I even hesitate to call myself a writer now. I guess I've got 14 books out. I can literally say that now. But I, when I first did it, I was just, uh, you've got your entire life to write your first book. So I just kind of banged that out. And in the next book, you have a deadline. And so I tried to do 1,000 words a day, 1,500 words a day, what everybody said. And um, invariably, I ended up deleting it all. And so now I'll go days at a time without writing and then do five or 8,000 words a day for three days straight. But it's got – and I guess the, the, the question to me is kind of uh, disingenuous because I'm always writing. I'm writing in the shower. I'm writing when I'm running. I'm writing, you know, on the treadmill. I, I'm always writing. It just people tend to think that writing is when is your fingers touching the keyboard. Well, that's just getting out what I've already written. Right. Do you use an outline, or you let the story unfold as you're writing it? Uh, I do. I don't do an outline per se, where I outline every single chapter. I do what I call a framework, where I know the threat, I know the settings, generally where the settings are, I know where it's going to go. And up until my eighth book, I would have told you I know what the ending is. Uh, now it's probably 70 80% that I know how it's going to end. Uh, so it's kind of a mix of both. I mean, I have to have something to start with, but I don't you know, outline to the point where I know every step of the way. In our remaining moments with New York Times bestselling author Brad Taylor, his new one is Hunter Killer, a Pike Logan novel. What would you like readers to take away from Hunter Killer? Uh, well, the main thing I want to take away is a good story, really. That's the whole point I write is I want them to not be able to get sleep. I get an email from somebody saying, thank you very much. I'm going to be tired all day at work tomorrow because I stayed up all night reading your book. That's, what, that's my goal. Are you working on another novel? I am right now. As a matter of fact, I was typing just where you called. <laughs> <laughs> we just got back from Taiwan and Australia for book research, and now I'm starting that one. How long did it take to uh, research Hunter Killer? Uh, take, well, it, the, it's kind of hard to say because a lot of things build up in my head. So there's a ton of research I've done online. Then I end up reading six or seven books about the various, you know, Brazil and the politics and Lula oil fields and uh, even, you know, uh, granular stuff like how does – they the transport the, the oil from the fields to this, to that, to the other, because that gives you a niche to you can attack. Uh, and then I get in my head how I'm going to do this, and then I'm continuing doing the research, and then I'll fly down to the country, uh, and then spend we spent you know two weeks down in Brazil running around all over the place. And 50% of that is me going down there and saying, I there's something down here that I need to see. But 50% of it is something down there is looking for me, and I don't even know what it is. I'll hit something and go, holy moly, that'd be perfect. And I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't come down there. He's Brad Taylor, the New York Times bestselling author. His new one is Hunter Killer, a Pike Logan novel. Brad, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And this is Speaking of Writers, and uh, that is Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. We'll be back next week with another edition. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve Richards.